This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. Ira in Staten Island. Good morning, Ira. Welcome. <laughs> hey, good morning, Dave. Good morning, Rick. You guys are doing a fabulous job as always. And I'll tell you, listen, first of all, for the Daniel Jones and Derek uh, Carr comparison, <clears throat> quite frankly, at this stage of their careers, Derek Carr, I think he makes better throws. He, he can make all the throws. Maybe uh, Jones is still learning, but the upside is Daniel Jones. So if anybody thinks that the Giants should have taken Carr over Daniel Jones, they're wrong. And as for the Jets, Listen, you know where I stood about Derek Carr. I'm not going to repeat myself. I think the Jets made a real bad organizational decision. Are, are you, you know, going to be all on board with this, though? When eventually it winds up, and it looks like it's going to, be Aaron Rodgers, are you going to wrap your arms around this thing, or are you going to complain the whole way through? And I'm, I don't mean to be a jerk when I say it. Like, Are you going to eventually get on board with this, or is this going to be something that haunts you? Oh, no. I, no, it'll haunt me, but I'll be on board because I always want the best for the organization, and I want to be wrong. I want to be proven wrong on this. But at the end of the day, I just think they made they, they botched it. I think they really made a mistake. I'm actually hoping they got Garoppolo instead of uh, Rogers, and it has nothing to do with on the field um, talent. You, you know how I feel about it. I don't want a guy in here that's going to be a one and done deal. I, I you know I I don't want it. This guy is not bought in. He's got one foot out the door. You know, he's retired. He's not retired. You hear what the Packers say? What he did last year with the Packers? I, I did everything against what Joe Douglas has preached. So why get in bed with this guy? Because the owner wants him, and he's uber talented. He's and, and crazy, he's crazy ta- talented. He's crazy talented. And that's the allure. See, this is my problem with the whole thing, though. It, just like now, it, everyone is convinced that Derek Carr wanted for sure to be a Jet, and that they they botched this. Well, I don't think they botched it. If they don't land well, Aaron Rodgers, but they I don't botched know. It. Like uh, we, no one, none of us have any idea what Derek Carr wanted. Okay, but if they don't you land heard a Aaron Rodgers, leaning Jets. If they don't land Aaron Rodgers, people could be hard. Yeah, well, it's going to be off, and rightfully so. Let's bring him in. Our he's kind of the the GM of the show. Mike Tenenbaum joins us here on ninety eight seven ESPN. Mike, big big day. Good morning. How you doing, buddy? Good. I just got a massive promotion. Like this is a tremendous day now that I'm the GM of you two guys. A- absolutely. What, what do you want to do with us? Uh, Excuse you. Get your playbook, and we'll t- we'll talk. Uh, I'm, I'm out. You're the Turk. You're going to get get rid of me instantly. I see how it works. All right. So, yeah, Aaron Rodgers will be a New York Jet. Yes or no? I say doubtful. And candidly, in part for some of the things Ira just said, which is this, guys, when we were fortunate enough to trade for Brett Favre, we gave up a third-round pick, which we thought was reasonable. He played one year, played well, you know, fell short with injuries. This situation to me is different because I don't think they're going to trade – meaning the Packers, Aaron Rodgers for anything less than a first-round pick. If that's the case, I would say to Aaron Rodgers, hey, look, you want $60 million a year, no problem. But I need a two-year commitment. So it's $120 million. Of the 120, 90 is in year two, at which point we could figure out the renegotiation. But I need to know that this is at least a two-year marriage for a couple of reasons. One, it has to justify giving up a first-round pick. That will also buy me time, guys to go draft his replacement. So I'm not interested in a one-year deal because I think the Band-Aid for them just isn't worth it. And if I could get at least two years out of Aaron Rodgers, I'm in. All right, so, Mike, if it was up to you, you would have signed Derek Carr then if you were the Jets. 
I would have strongly considered a car at that reasonable price and drafted somebody and keep putting resources against the position. So I, I don't think this is a singular transaction situation for the Jets. I think they've done a really nice job. You know, clearly the roster is better than where it once was. Um, but I would keep putting resources against this position, and I just wouldn't stop with Carr or Rodgers. And that's why, to me, the length of this contract is important because I want time to develop the next one as well. All right, so you talked to Aaron Rodgers. Mike Tannenbaum picks up the phone, calls Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers says, I just needed to change the scenery. I'm into it. I promise I'll be there for two years. Then you do the deal? I probably do. And I talked to him a lot about legacy. I talked to him about Derek Jeter and Bill Parcells and Tom Coughlin and Michael Strahan and people that are champions in New York. You know, they could walk forever. Look at Phil Simms, you know. And to me, I'm talking to him about legacy the biggest stage in the world, the greatest sport in the world, and there's nothing like it. And uh, my approach to him is one about much bigger than just, you know, the 2023 season. Uh, Certainly, Mike, he's a guy that beats to his own drummer, right? Is there any concern at all that he could say to you, oh, yeah, two years, maybe even three, like long-term-ish with the Jets, and then all of a sudden after one year he has a retreat and decides, yeah, you know what, I I don't want to be back. I'm done after one season. Like, is that a concern? Is that something you have to really think about? Yeah, Dave, and that's why we're going to put our money where our mouth is. Look, we're going to give you a $120 million commitment, but to do that, we need to know that you're here for two years. So more than half of that money is going to be in year two. So if you're good with two years, we're going to guarantee it. Um, But it does give us some protection, Aaron, that if you walk after year one, that we have the resources, be it financial, draft capital, otherwise, to field a competitive team in 2024. Mike, I want to know this, because I I was skeptical of this yesterday. So a report comes out that, well, this might have been two days ago, that Derek Carr was leading Jets. And then, you know, hours later, day later, whatever it is, he signs with New Orleans. Do you believe that report that he was leaning Jets, or did you feel like it was going to be New Orleans the whole time? Yeah, you know, this time of year, guys, you got to take everything with a massive grain of salt, meaning, you know, he's trying to drive the market up. I I laughed. I was on Get Up last week when – his brother David said, you know, this process is going to take a long time, which translation means he didn't like the initial offers. So I just think he was doing what every other player is doing in free agency. He's trying to drive up the best market he can. And clearly, you know, the relationship he had with Dennis Allen, the Saints head coach, who was the head coach of the Raiders when he was drafted, I think probably went a long way. And uh, I always thought that was a good fit there, just given Derek Hart's personality. I, I, I think he's better off in a smaller market. He's a small-town guy from Fresno, and I felt like that was a good fit. So this Aaron Rodgers thing, Mike, it has to get done one way or another this week, right? Like like the Jets have to know when free agency hits on, on Monday what they have at quarterback, don't they? Yeah, more fundamentally, you know, the team that he plays for needs to know for you know very similar reasons, Dave, from this standpoint. Like, they feel very good about where they are with Jordan Love, you know, that, that was one of the main things you heard from everybody out at the Combine, that Jordan Love has taken big steps of practice. They were dealing from a much better position of strength, but from a cap standpoint and a resource standpoint, you know, they need to know, hey, um, are we at $60 million going to Aaron Rodgers, you know, from a cap standpoint, from a cash standpoint? So the Jets need to know, but so obviously do the uh, Green Bay Packers. DPHO and Rothenberg GM Mike Tannenbaum on the show. Mike, what happens? <laughs> what happens with uh, with Daniel Jones today? I think he gets franchised. I always thought that's where it was going to go. I think this was a really hard deal to get done. He has one year of production. Um, he played really well. He's an ascending player, obviously. 
Um, but to me, like this is certainly one of those deals where uh, I think you put a Band-Aid on it and, you know, let's see where we are in a year. And hopefully, you know, there's, you know, a deal that could be made um, a year from now. But um, if he ever got to the market, boy, I think he would do really well just given the fact that so m- I have 14 teams that need quarterbacks, obviously including the Jets. And, and this would be one of those situations where if they didn't tag him and they didn't get a deal done, he could just walk across MetLife and probably, you know, have a blank check waiting for him. All right, so if you use the franchise on him, what does that mean for the running back then? What happens with Saquon? Yeah, they could lose him. And, um, you know, that's a big risk. I know the word running back right now doesn't get, you know, sort of like the stature in the market, but I think Saquon's a special player, a special person. I think he's dynamic out of the backfield. And I would think given some of the cap space some of these teams have, like if I'm, for example, the Chicago Bears, I may have a couple of good running backs, but gosh, if I'm going to try to develop Justin Fields, what's the best way you have a guy like Saquon Barkley in the backfield with him? Just some of those long handoffs would give him a lot of confidence. So I would think Saquon Barkley would have a pretty robust market. Mike Tannenbaum joins us here on the show. Mike T, you were at the Combine. I love it. I watched every second of it. Uh, Quarterback-wise, who, who stood out for you the most? Oh, that's easy. I, I thought, you know, from a physical standpoint, it was obviously Anthony Richardson. But from a big-picture standpoint... Rick, to me, it was clearly C.J. Stroud. He had a flawless workout. And let's give him credit, guys. He had maybe one or two reps with Jackson Smith and Jigba, his Ohio State teammate. He threw with people he didn't know, never heard of, and he was flawless. Um, his height, his weight were prototypical sizes, and I think he's going to go in the top three now. So if you had the number one pick in the draft, who would you take? Would you still take Young, or are you kind of deviating from that a little bit? Yeah, it's closer now, but I'm still taking Bryce Young. I just can't ignore the tape. Um, you know, I'll give Dan Orlovsky credit because he said it first, but, like, the comparison to uh, Steph Curry, I think, really um, matters from a standpoint of I think this guy is an exception, but he is dynamic. He has great arm strength, and uh, I think he has a chance to be really special. The size definitely concerns me, but um, I think he's the exception to the rule. Mike, what happens with Lamar Jackson? I think he gets franchised, and um, I think it's one of those things where if he gets the non-exclusive tag, be it Atlanta, Carolina, some team may give up two ones for him. So I think today is the start of the story, not the end of it. Hold on. Let me ask you this, because me and Dave are going back and forth with this. So non-exclusive, it's the $32 million, and it's the two first-round picks. If you give him the exclusive tag and then look to trade him, can't, couldn't you presumably get more than two first-round picks from Lamar Jackson or no? I mean... Based on Deshaun Watson, yes, but that's a big bill to pay, guys, to give up three ones and presumably $200 million. So could somebody do it? Yes. But I, I think what Cleveland did, guys, is really aberrational, and I just don't see that happening a lot in the market. Where do you think Lamar plays this season? I would say Baltimore, but if you told me he was an Atlanta Falcon by opening day, that would not surprise me. Wow. All right, Mike, last one for me. So Rich Eisen came out. He was down the Combine, too, and he said that he was hearing that Tom Brady, keep your eye open, maybe Miami. Were you hearing some of that stuff? Well, you know, that's for personal reasons. I think that makes sense for him. I, I, I don't think he plays. I think, you know, he's a prideful guy, and I think to go back on his retirement two years in a row just seems sort of like off-brand. So I would be surprised if he did that. I think Miami, for geographic reasons, makes sense, but I, I would be surprised if that happened. Mike, we really appreciate you. Today's an important day. If we if we need you at any point the remainder of the week, are you are you here for us? 
Absolutely. I am always one phone call away. I'm a teammate. Apparently, I'm a general manager, That's so right. I wear a lot of hats. That's right. Great. Mike, you know, too, Mike, new studio, Starbucks right downstairs. That's right. Ice chai, regular chai, whatever oh, kind of chai oh, well, you want. I see, guys, a little carrot and stick approach. I like it. I'm, I'm a sucker oh. for that. That's, that's exactly right. You should see he leaves during the show and runs downstairs and, and, and comes back with uh, with teas and, and, and Dave's coffees breakfast, and breakfast yeah. sandwiches like and all his, sorts of goodies. Like his gopher. Yeah. You know, you know, like Dave, like, you know, as a GM, you got to time how fast he goes. Like, <laughs> you know, i got to be honest, he's very, he's very quick. <laughs> like, he, it's it's really remarkable. He's very, very quick in his, uh, it's like the three cones. He runs down yes. to the elevator. <laughs> Down to Starbucks, bypasses the line, and he's up here pretty much by the end of the commercial break. It's it's somewhat remarkable. Does he have good like chai latte security? Like no fumbles, no drops. Like it's excellent. No spills, nothing. Nobody smashes a chai on on the radio better than you, though. I've never seen anything like it. It's remarkable. I, I love it. Well, maybe uh, that, that can certainly incentivize me to get in. That's right. Come on in studio. Yeah, we All miss right. you. Mike, we, we love you, and we will talk to you soon, I hope. Enjoy uh, Franchise Tag Day around the NFL. Okay, thanks so much for having me, guys. Absolutely. He's very good. Oh, he's the best. Big fan of uh, Mike Tenenbaum. Yeah, I told you. I mean, when you asked the question, I told you I haven't watched I, – I, I pretty much watched all the Combine. That was the one guy that, that really stood out. Stroud? Yeah. Because he's got all the measurables. And so could they go 1-2 then? Young Stroud, 1-2? Potentially, yeah. Chicago picks then four, you have to imagine – and they can almost get their pick of the litter, right? Yeah, well, they're going to get a haul for the first pick. They're going to get a haul for the first pick. They're going to get an elite player at four, right? They're going to either get Carter or Will Anderson. That's guaranteed if the quarterbacks go one, two. And the Bears are... I love the draft. Love it. I, I, well, that's You love the, the combine. I love the draft. No, I love both. But, that, I mean, that's always... That, that's best case scenario, right? Well, it's not best because your team stinks. But if you have the quarterback figured out and you have the first but overall it's exci- pick... it's exciting when, when like, you can see your team heading in the right direction. And that's clearly Chicago looks like they're going in the right direction. Yeah, but it's also exciting that we're not... I mean, we're not uber folks in the draft like we have in the last couple of years. No. Where do you, you guys go 13? We go, with 25? Right. But free agency and then the draft. Well, it's the all great. Have a couple third round picks. No, no, it's like, all we're great. Be... I mean, it's just they getting a chance to see these kids. All the amount of you know time and work and everything they put in. When is the draft? Do we have a day for the draft? Is it like April? end of April? Right? April? Yeah, yeah. Twenty eighth or twenty twenty fifth? I don't think it's something that like early. that. I think it's later. If Santiago is listening to anything we were saying, no, we know hear. what he's thinking about. No, he's, he's, he, honestly, I could sit here and just talk about it. For you the know next what I'm thinking about? Seconds. By the yeah, way, the Horcat. Today's <laughs> today's uh, franchise tag day. It's also uh, Doc's birthday. Oh, is that right? Cassie's dad. Big birthday or no? 69. Oh, someone said yeah, it's a big birthday. It's kind of like Santiago said it's a big close. birthday. Nice. Yeah. I guess the kids kids called this morning to say, sing happy birthday, and they go, are you one? Are you are two? They, well, they're like, are, are you they 20? done yet? <laughs> are you 30? Are you 40? Oh, they start skipping by 10s? Yeah. 65, yes. 68. Enough. What are you? All Those. right. How old are you, Pop-Pop? <laughs> My God, you're ancient. He, he looks good, though. He looks great. Yeah. Well, he's still active. He's probably riding his bike right now. Really? Yeah. 8 o'clock in the morning, oh, out there riding the bike. He's in Tampa. I mean, what a, what a man. Out. What a tremendous man. Uh, get ready for a movie that's in a league of its own. The new comedy, Champions. What are you laughing about? This is one of your great reads. Why are you la- I didn't mess it up yet. You bungled the first one. Well, I might mess this one up, but I haven't yet. Um, Woody Harrelson stars as a hot-headed basketball coach who's in over his head when he's court-ordered to manage a team with intellectual disabilities. And a whole lot of attitude. The movie is directed by Bobby Farrelly, a director of Dumb and Dumber, and there's something about Mary. So get ready to laugh at a comedy that's nothing but net. Champions, only in theaters on Friday. Rated PG-13. Screenplay by Mark Rizzo. And directed by Bobby Farrelly.
Well done. Thank you. You did that one good. So you think I'm such an incompetent boob? No. So we're going to get to hang out tonight. Oh, yeah. I, I texted Sherry. She might come with the kids. Oh, nice. You might get to I hang love, out with me and the fam. No, I'll hang out with Sherry. Just like the wedding. You go do your own thing, and me it's and fine. Sherry. Yeah, because you know what I would do. You know strategy. what I would do at a Knicks game? Focus on the Knicks. We you can't get, even see you, it. Guys, you guys will be sitting oh, there. Well, yeah, you'll, be, you'll be out there eating chicken fingers and everything else. No, I won't. Today's a cheat day. Nope. Use a cheat day. Uh, no. Come on. I will not cheat today. Why? Because I'll have, I'll have diet soda and I'll have one quesadilla. That's what I'll do. <laughs> RJ, tell them about how good I was at the Rangers game the other night with you my eating. You did not touch anything. It was amazing. And there was Is a, there popcorn up there? Yes. Yeah, oh, there's no. everything. I'm a sucker for that. So you're going to relent. Who are you bringing? A couple buddies. Yeah? Yeah. You've already locked those I don't know how I'm in. getting into the city yet, though. You'll That's take my the only... train. Nah, I don't like to do that, but... That's what Seems you're like going to do. Quickest. You're going to take the train. Well, because I, I got a lot of stuff this afternoon, so I'm going to have to just, I'm going to have to be done. So you're not going to get a nap today? No. Oh. Nap. What's he's, a nap? He's above the train. Let's just it's a nap. It's not above the train. You it's should just, chop her in. It. That's what you, you should, should do. You, you can nap in the back of the car. You'll be fine. Honestly, the, uh, the, 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 you know, the rich folks like yourself, the, the blade, that's like steps no. away from the garden. No. Yeah. Why don't you take the blade? Yeah. Well, you would think that like the, the station would get us like a car in maybe. Stop it. We're entertaining. I told you years ago. Do I, have to, I don't have to clean the lounge, do I? No, no, we're okay. entertaining, though. I may want to have a couple of drinks. I'd like to see you like, oh, welcome to the lounge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ricky Pietro. Popcorn thanks, to the right. joining us. If you need to go to the bathroom, it's over to the Don't left. beat it. I'm taking over. That's right. Those four seats on the right, those are reserved already, yeah. but anywhere else makes those you feel comfortable. Those are for Dave and his family. That's right. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. I'm midway through my frittata. Mid-fertile. And then you just decide, oh, let's play some Ricky Church. And now I... Uh, it's Ricky not Ricky Church. Church. Oh, come on, it's a... Uh, stop it. Why are you so, oh, are so negative to the country music? Brian disrespectful. Kelly. I mean, this is... Who, try who? again. Try again. It's one of those guys. Did you say Brian Kelly? Yeah. Brian yeah. Kelly. Know. Who is this? It's a Zach Brown band. Yeah. So, that's, oh, what do you mean? We get all these Zach Brown tickets. Listen, I was mid for Todd, and he just... No, I get that. I'm here with my family. Pummels me with I a, was hanging uh, with all the news people down at Starbucks. Yeah, what they have they to were say. asking about you. No, no, they were not. They, they don't did. Know who, they don't know who you are. Of course, they knew who I am. Who? Who would you hang out with? All the whole team. Who? I want a name. Sam was down there. Sam, Sam Champion. Yeah, he was down there. Okay, what do you have to say? And the two uh, blazer or no blazer? No blazer. Mm-hmm. Two women. <laughs> Give me a name. I don't know what her name is. 
She's on the news. When we walk in, she's doing the news. I know. I got a mouthful of uh, Pratana. Yeah, I think Shirlene Alicott. That's Shirlene, yeah. yes. Yep, her. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then the other one is, I believe, Michelle Charlesworth. Nope. What do you mean, no? I was doing, I saw the uh, the traffic. Oh. Heather I think O'Rourke, that was Heather maybe? O'Rourke. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You say, and she said hi. Yeah, waved. How's What'd they going? say? We're like Starbucks buddies. They need to pull you into the newscast. Yeah, tell Dave, I said, tell, why don't, tell Dave we said hello. Why don't, no, they didn't. Why don't, <laughs> they said, tell why Dave. Why would I lie? You're telling me they just. I'm Rick, down there every day. Tell Dave we said hi. Yeah, I'm down then there every day. Get somebody up here with us. Well, because they know me down there. I saw Miss J. I saw Lizette. Really? Yeah. You're a big deal down there. Very, very, very popular nice. in the uh, in the Starbucks cafeteria area. I'm big time. What are they doing down there? Just socializing? Yeah, they hang out. They just they're a like a break. coffee they have, clutch. Yeah, is they what have, they are. Yeah, a little coffee club. Yeah. Have is you it, not been down there, Dave? No, because he's too lazy. He won't get out of that seat. No. It's a very nice social area. He has not okay. moved. Do you do you know what happens? You, you know what. If I get up Ugh. and I go down to Starbucks yeah, RJ and, you, drives. and you have to start a segment by no yourself, chance. then what happens? Right to the calls. Exactly. Calls, calls. No, you'd be like, DPHR Rothenberg, and then you just go to a call. Right you, you couldn't handle this. And you right. do some tweets. I do some tweets. Oh, what's it? Here we go. Oh, Talk in fact, in, in fact I have an issue in a couple of weeks I didn't even tell you about. Well, I don't think it's a big deal. Well, it's obviously a big deal. If I, you bring I, it up. I think it's going to be a big deal for you. What? So I'm going to California April 21st. Just for the weekend. We have a bar mitzvah I have to go to. Flights at 1140. Bougie. How, how is it bougie? 1140 a.m.? Oh, you can do 10. Ele- no, I can't yeah, do yeah, 10. Of course you can. So I'm going to need to leave a little early. No. Probably like 935-ish. No, no chance. So the question is, can you carry the show no. or do I need to take the full day? So I'll need to take the full day off. No, we'll just have to have a third, Why would a third you person walk in yourself into his fifth year option. You don't even. <laughs> you oh my God, are you all right, Carrie? Carrie. Oh my God, are you all right? Yeah. At least in that moment, he cares. Yeah, we need a standby guy. This is what we need. So RJ, do you hear this? So he, the, the three of you guys can't put your heads together and carry twenty five minutes of radio. You need to bring in another, another person. We have to go to the bullpen. I think. Yeah. That's a lot of time. Someone's got to come in. It's a lot of time. You guys are. Path- it's pathetic. I'll, I'll take the day then. No, like you know, so like if if. So, for example, you're watching a game on ESPN, right? Okay, a hockey game, and they go to the to the broadcast. We have to be there just in case something happens with the broadcast, right? Sitting but, there, but you do studio. realize if they're going to have Dan Grassa fill in or Ty's going to come on and, and fill in for the final thirty minutes, they're going to have to pay them for no. a full show to do like pro thirty bono. minutes of radio. No, pro bono, Yo, you're pro bono. Way. What do you mean they get a chance to, to expand their horizons well, on morning drive? Dan has a contract, so right, but and so does Ty. They're going to want to be paid yeah, for the show. Ty loves hearing himself The speak. fact that you guys can't carry 30 minutes of radio it's a is long time. unbelievable. It's a long time. I'll, I'll take the day so at least those no, guys No, are... don't do that. Oh, God. Don't do so that. would you prefer me take the day or would you prefer to carry the 30 Change minutes the by yourself? I'm not changing the flight. Why? You don't need to be there that early. We do. Why? There's nothing fr- about Friday. There is. They're having what? a Friday night get together. Stop. What? I'm, I mean, I'm being genuine with the you. The party's not till Saturday. The, the bar mitzvah is Saturday, right. but there is a, a family coming in from out of town. We're getting together Friday night. You don't need to see them. Remember, we leave 1140. You, you, you don't get into the hotel till probably 4 o'clock, 430. What? The it's, next it's flight's fun. at 2. Yeah, what's well, okay. You get by get, Listen, 8 o'clock. Get, you know what? Stop doing this. <laughs> All I'm saying is I got to leave 30 minutes early. Can you carry the show for 30 minutes? And the answer is no. You can't, is what you're saying. Good Thursday morning. <laughs> Case in point. All right, here we go, feather. Do yeah. you need more? As long as you're not making a call for a voicemail, I think we could be safe. Skis, <laughs> Hey, Chris, it's Rick oh, DPA. Son of a... This is what you want? Hey, RJ, what's going on? It's the guys. Uh, it's about 9.40, almost 8. 
Just call him to check in. <laughs> this is what, what you want? <laughs> maybe. Maybe not. Maybe this we'll is, hey, Don, how's it going? It's Rick DiPietro and, uh, and your best buddy, Dave Rothenberg. That wasn't that bad. This is what you want, right? No, maybe it's not yeah, a right. good idea. Let's okay. go uh, Chris in Queens. Good morning, Chris. You're on 98.7. Hey, no, um, just calling in New York Aaron parody video, YouTube. Got to watch it. Two minutes and 20 seconds right, Chris, in. Chris, what are, what, are, Chris what, are, what are we doing? New York Aaron parody Chris, video. I, Chris, Chris what, what, are, what are we doing? He, he brought up a video. Right. He did it twice. That, no. well, what was it? Is it probably some, some was that it? There's no questions. No, that was just it. No, it was okay. watching a video on the Horcats. <laughs> we know what Raymond is obviously remember. The Horcat. Raymond, we know what you do at home. Again, you, I want to know what you do at home now. Again, you were calling them the Bobcats. I started to say Hornets. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. All yeah, right, okay. Cats. Have you have you ever heard? Have you ever heard anyone in the history of the sports talk radio medium call them the Horcats? Never. Okay, not one time. So we know exactly where your mind is. <laughs> <laughs> in the, right in the gutter. Obviously. Oh, my God. Are you going to come visit us in the uh, the lounge tonight? No, I don't feel welcome. What, what do you mean you don't feel welcome? What, 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 name what the hell does that mean? It's the Raymond Santiago Lounge. Yeah, he'll be hungry. He'll come have a snack. You get to see Sherry. She'll be all dolled up. She's a big... I, for some reason, she's, she's a, super she's sexy. A big fa- Stop it. What, I'm wrong? No, you're not Tell wrong, me wrong. It's weird to talk about somebody else's wife like that. But it's nice. Notice that it's him talking that way. Yeah, but it feels like he's crossing a line a little bit. No. Um, she is a... <laughs> he said what he said about Peter. You yeah. think he's crossing lines? I enjoy a company. He's a... She's a big fan of yours, right? Big, right. Bi- she really... Big fan. I'm, I'm being serious. You know what, guys I'm a big fan of her. You know what her nickname in college was? Have sexual <laughs> innuendos and all that you know, stuff? You know she Jerry's likes nick- you a lot. You know what her nickname in college was? The Horcat. <laughs> I mean... Why? If you Why were sitting here you? with other other Why people, would, if if Dave wasn't your co-host and your friend, he'd be pummeling you right now. I mean, can you believe that anyone would talk about another person's wife like this? See, you know why he's such a grotesque human being? Because I would never, like, I would never do this. Even though he does this, like, I have too much respect for Cassie. Not him. <laughs> Everyone at home listening, you see, Davis, Davis, Davis having this nasty conversation with with an egg white frittata in his hands. <laughs> That's true. Because okay. I can't. Because all of a sudden, I I, I hear Brian Bernstein playing whatever he's playing when we come back. He doesn't tell I worry, me. I worry about the long term health of the the friendship of of the two of you. I can't take you serious like this. You Let's, can't say things like that. I'm gonna throw this frittata you right in your right in your nose. You can't point to me with the frittata. I can do whatever I want to do. You want to eat that so bad? I got a mouthful of uh, frittata. <laughs> Let's go to Brian and Center Reach. Good morning, Brian. <laughs> Hey guys, thanks for taking the call. Uh, big fan. First time uh, caller I, though? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I did convince my wife to become a you know a new listener with you guys. I just I uh, kept the radio on in her car, and she was too lazy to turn it off. And now uh, now she loves you. Guys. She loves the show. Uh, she loves the show. Can't get enough. What's of her Rick. name, Brian? What's her name? Jessica. Jessica. She Jessica. Thank show. you for listening. We appreciate your uh, your friendship and your your listenership. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Uh, I just wanted to get on uh, to talk about Aaron Rodgers and the Jets, and I don't know why Jet fans are, you know, talking down on this man who has his worst season is a top four quarterback season for the Jets all time. You know what it and, is, Brian? I, I, I'm being sincere when I say this. I think people are scared. I, I think uh, I think the Jets fan has been burned so many times that they are nervous to get excited about something that they they think could happen but might not happen. I think you're 100% right, and we can't be scared. It's Aaron Rodgers or bust. Jimmy G will not take us anywhere. He will play seven games. 
He will get hurt, and it will go back to Zach Wilson. And even if Jimmy G stays healthy for the playoffs, you don't want a guy who threw for 77 yards in a championship game to be your you know, starting quarterback. He's a passenger quarterback. He's not you know, the guy who can take you to the next level in the AFC. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is is a better than average quarterback. When he's healthy. Yeah, he wins. Which is, which is not all the time. He wins, and Robert Sala was a part of those, I mean, those 49er teams. You know, I didn't pay off the tees because you guys were so busy coming back from commercial break so early and then making fun of my, my family. I mean, you guys, I don't come back from, <laughs> come back from commercial. Um, did you see this story yesterday about who might be on the trading block? Like uh, Derrick Henry. That's right. Yeah. And did you see what they think they can get in return for Derrick Henry? M- maybe a fourth-round pick. Uh, you love that. Well, no, it just it goes to show Hammers you. Hammers home your point. That running back is completely devalued. Yeah, well, but especially now. I mean, Derrick Henry is, I mean, he's not a, a younger running back now. But he's not, I mean, quarterbacks play to the 37 well, and they're still good. Okay. He's what, different. 29, I mean, we're maybe talking 30? About Aaron Rodgers is 39 years old. Yeah, right. But last year, Derrick Henry was still one of the better running backs in all of football. And yet, if you trade him, you may, maybe you'll get a fourth round pick for him. Well, he's getting that age, man. I mean, he's, he's 29. You're getting around that 30-year-old mark. I mean, it's... Especially the amount of, of of beating that he takes. Yeah. It's a lot of wear and tear. Man. I don't look, like, can you imagine what he's going to look like when he's like 50? Like how he walks through department stores and, and he's stuff? A, and he's a specimen too. I don't know. I, I can't even, like, that would be the one have position. Seen, have, have you seen Earl Campbell? He ever? doesn't, yeah, he does not look great. It's awful. Well, what do they say? They say it's like running full speed into your uh, into your garage door? Yeah. But or now, being like running, in a car accident well, over and over and over. But especially him at his size. And the pounding like that guy takes. to wipe takes. his legs out all the time. Oh, oh God. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. So not the best news in the world from the Mets. Uh, Jose Quintana with a uh, a broken rib. Not what do you want? What, what do you think? How long do you think that'll shut him down Oof. for? That's going to be a while. Got to wait. Thing. I mean, that thing has to heal. And there's something you can do, right? It's just got to no. heal on its own. Yeah, that's not great. Well, you, you got to think how many of the first weeks, how many times are you playing like seven seven days over the course of the week? They probably build in some extra days off, right? Yeah, but still, I mean, that's uh, the last thing you want. I mean, especially a new team is... Was this why he was so bad? To have something like this happen before the season even starts. Because he was dreadful in his first couple starts with the Mets. You think he was already hurt? Maybe. I tried to push through it. Battle I, I, through. I, I, hope, I, I hope they're trying to battle through something, though. Well, maybe they didn't Spring know what it was. Training. He was like, you know what, let me kind of push through here, and then you just got <sighs> rocked. Is yeah, re- I mean, that's listen, I mean, it's it, you can't control it, but, I mean, again, that could be, if you were to point to one thing that could stand in the way of the Mets achieving what they're hoping to achieve this season would be would be injuries. Injuries, right. So, and then uh, Peterson's hurt as well. He's got a foot issue. That's great. So, I mean, you're going to need your, your front-line guys to be good. And then I don't know if McGill winds up getting starts. Advanced age too. I mean, McGill's good stuff. Senga's going to be a starter. But you got to figure coming over from uh, from Japan, he's probably not going to get a like. They're not going to go crazy with him. He's not going to go 109 no. pitches, right? No, no, no. They're going to put him on a real pitch count. Yeah, right. And it's going to. I mean, it's going to take a minute. I would imagine. You know, three weeks from Thursday is the first uh, opening day of baseball. Yeah, I watched the Yankees last night. I can't wait. Judge hit a home run last he night. He did. What, what do you think? I'm going to ask you again. I, I, I might ask you every single day. Mm-hmm. Opening day Yankee shortstop is. Peraza. All right, I have a uh, I have a take for you too. Ready? This is. Oh, this. hold on. By the way, I saw a report yesterday too that uh, with the injury to. Uh, oh, that okay. was going to be my take. All right, you're Rick the Steamroller DPH. That's, that's fine. No, I can't for the Dodgers. Yep. Yeah. That was going to be I my saw take. That report too. That makes sense. Does it though? 
Like, if you're the Dodgers, what are you giving up for IKF? Oh, probably not. They just do, so you give up nothing, you just take no. his, his contract. Yeah, well, listen, I mean, even if... Uh, I know I, I kind of went half crazy just because... I don't know why I went half crazy, but I mean, IKF as a utility guy is not a bad, I mean, that's not a bad option to have as a utility guy. Not your starting shortstop, but again, like you're going to give someone a, you know, Josh Donaldson a blow a third or short. They're talking about the outfield. Right. I wasn't, I mean, I wasn't crazy about that idea, but he's, I mean, he's not a bad utility guy. No, he's not a bad utility guy. He's a good Uh, player. I think right now the Dodgers starting shortstop is Miguel Rojas. But I'll ask you this. Is he any better than Miguel Rojas? I, I would say probably not. Ross is a shorthanded fielder. Yeah, but there's no... I mean, again, like he can play multiple positions in the infield. It was a gold glove third baseman. I mean, he also... I mean, again, he was... What did he end up? 261. But he's going to give you around... With, with no power. Right. Yeah, we're going to give you around 270. And can steal bases. Good athlete. But when... I mean, I watched Volpe play last night. Like, I know he got picked off. But I just think... He's special. He looks he, it. In his skill set too, though. I mean, it's it's he's exciting to watch, and it's nice to be like. Remember now the Yankees are dealing with the injuries, and you brought the young guys up. How excited the Yankees fans were to see sure. the young energy. Oh, if Volpe, Peraza, any of those guys play this year consistently, Yankees fans will be so excited. But especially and Volpe, though. But but Volpe has that. Well, because he's supposed he's supposed to be the crown jewel, right? Him and Dominguez are the two guys you look at as, and Dominguez having a hell of a spring also. Yep. But you watch Volpe play, though, man. I mean, it's I don't know if he starts with the team or not, but I, I mean, it can't be long. No, he's, but again, he's not on the 40-man roster, so they're going to have to make a decision. Peraza is. Peraza's on the 40-man. Volpe's not. Right. But you got to figure at some point this season you're going to get your introduction to Volpe, no? I would think. Unless Peraza makes the team and plays great. Fair. But those that's a good problem to have. If Peraza makes the team plays great, now you're not clamoring, we got to see Volpe, because you have a guy that's, you know, that's good. I think there's something to be said, too, especially at 162 where you're there every single day to have that youth is important. Like, you have to have the right kind of mix. And having that young, excited, you know, happy to be there, you know, like that, it, it makes a difference to the older guys. Like you can see it. Like haven't been a part of that. Like when a young guy gets called up, and well, it kind of rejuvenates smile, everybody, yeah, right? right? Smile on his face has that given that joy for the game. Mm-hmm. It's special. It's nice. Um, Zach Rosenblatt covers the Jets for the Athletic. So the Jets and Aaron Rodgers did speak yesterday, per sources, as Wingo said. Rodgers still hasn't made a decision about his future yet, though. Well. You know what, Aaron? Well, let's at, go, buddy. At, at this point, you don't Love have all you, the buddy. time in the world. Now, yeah. let, let me Love ask you this. You, but let's make a decision here. Let, let me ask you this. Shoes are right inside me. You're, you're, the, you're the Jets. You get the Saturday. You say, Aaron, I, I need an answer. Right. Otherwise, Monday morning, we're going to well, pursue. We're going to pursue. I, I get we've talked, but you couldn't see Aaron Rodgers saying, you know, guys, I don't no, know. No, I would Listen, David. Not sure. David. This is not let's just blow smoke up Aaron's, you know what, to try to get. At, at a certain point. You need to listen, know what you're going to do. We want you. We hope you want us, but you also have to understand we want you. We want to build the best team around you, and for us to do that, we need some. We, we need to be ready for free agency here. There's some things we'd like to do, mm-hmm. and if it means we got to give up the 13th pick, then or if we get to keep whatever it means, we need to have a plan moving forward right. with you. Right. So today, today's we Tuesday. Win, now we want to win you a championship. It's Aaron. Tuesday. You need to have answers by Saturday. You don't have. A, you don't have a, a ton of time to get this thing done. Do you want to play or not? Yes. Do you want to play for the Jets? Let me think about it. Okay, well, okay. This you, needs you to have you have till, till Sunday morning at nine a.m. And if you don't have an answer for because you you can't be held hostage by him as much as you want him as much as the owner well, they wants him. Figure out the financials and everything else too. Well, of course they do. Of well, course they Bay do. Been, like, how are we doing this? Right. So you, I mean, really, you you are up against it. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm glad to see that they spoke yesterday. Of course, they had to speak yesterday. Well, it's, dude, at the end of the day, it's in his best interest to figure out what the hell is like for whatever team he's going to go to. 
to give them time to to work this out so they can I mean they can hit the ground running here yeah. in free agency. You, you don't have infinite time. No, is, is what I'm saying. Is you, you got to get something done. Well, and if he says no, then fine. Then th- thank you very much. It sucks. I would say imagine no, we if he's talking on. to the Jets, they need, I mean, they, their options are, are on the table for him as to what teams are interested. Who do you, who do you, okay? If not the Jets, who else is there even potentially? Miami in the AFC. God, it sounds like I mean, we, we heard the report last week that Miami wants to you know find out every every possible situation. So if it's not Brady and they're not sold on two or that he's going to stay healthy, where do they go? Is that if Rogers possible I saw for them? Carl, I saw Carlin yesterday. Where'd you it, see Carlin? No, I didn't see him. I read one of his tweets. Oh. Um, <laughs> I saw one of Carlin's tweets. Uh-huh. He's everywhere. You can see him. And he's the continent. Oh, God. Um, could you imagine if New England... Hang on. Let me digest this. New England. New England. Mm-hmm. Traded Mac Jones. The Raiders. Okay. And then traded for Aaron. Wow, that'd be terrible. Could you awful? Could you imagine if they got Aaron and, and the, Miami and, got and, Brady, or Miami got Lamar? Oh no, no. This no, would be no. This no, would be the worst. No, you don't this want would, that. Well, the don't worst even put that possible thing. Who, I didn't. Carlin did. You know why? Because he's not a Jets fan. Of course not. And he doesn't work with the Jets no. fan. No, he's it's a very selfish. He's tweet king is what of the trolls. Is. is what he is. No, no. Ty's king of the trolls. Carlin he's probably, is, he's probably he's the prince. He's, yeah, he's the prince. He's the prince. Let's go to uh, Daniel in Brooklyn. Hi, Daniel. You're next up on ninety-eight seven ESPN. Hey guys, thanks for taking me. I'm a first time caller. I knew it, Daniel. I knew you were a first time caller. I appreciate you making the call. Uh, great. I, I listened to you guys on my first day at work, driving to Jersey, and I haven't stopped listening since every single day. I love Excellent it. life choices, Daniel. Excellent. All right, I'm calling to get a top uh, top three ranking from you guys. I don't think I've heard it from you yet. Garoppolo, Carr, Daniel Jones. Garoppolo Carr Daniel Jones. Uh, so it's kind of a cuddle married trash. I will marry Jones. I will cuddle Carr. I will trash Garoppolo. Rick? I love it. I did want to say cuddle married trash, but I just knew it wasn't the segment right no, now. It's, it's no, it's Anytime you want to cuddle married trash, you just call and we'll, we'll answer any CMTs. No uh, where, where are you going okay. with that? Hang on a second, Daniel. Let's see where Rick As goes. far as what I would do now? Yeah. Ooh, that's a tough question. It's a great CMT by you. Much better than RJ's CMTs. Uh, I would probably. Ooh. I think I would marry. I think I would marry Jones, Cuddle Car, Trash Garoppolo. Yeah, so same as me. Yeah. Yep. Daniel, thanks for the call. You know, I'll tell you what. You know what concerns me the most? And it's not the cold weather. It's not the his record against playoff teams and everything else. What makes me a little bit nervous? You remember what Joey Bosa said about Derek Carr? Uh, no. Refresh my memory. That that once you hit him, he's he's done. Yeah. Yeah, that makes me nervous. It should. Yeah, I don't like that it at all. It should make you nervous. And the interceptions, I don't love either. Yeah, and his lack of success in the cold weather. Like, there's a, there's a number of reasons. But you, if you get Rodgers, it's not going to matter. No. No, no, no. Absolutely not. But it's just like, there. I think there's a lot of people now, because of that report, and what Salah and everything that they had said, is that people feel like, like you heard Ira. So, so yeah, no, I understand that. And Ira's very cautious. Did, did Tannenbaum say he doesn't think he winds up there? But if they, but if he says he'd play for two years, then he does. Like, yeah. what was was that Mike's take? If he gets one, no. Like, if you can't, if you can't guarantee me two years, then I, then I'm not, I'm not going to make a deal for you. Was that yeah, his which take? Is, but I don't understand what he was saying though, because he said that we, you could incentivize it by saying the the reason we'll give oh, we'll you pay you one twenty, we'll pay you eighty million year two. Yeah, right. To to ensure that you're going to play year two. But he said if you could get two, he would definitely do it. You have to do it. But now. isn't that the assumption that you're going to get two? It better be. If I'm giving up a first round pick, it better be. I'm gonna get one year from this guy, but you asked the I mean, question. O- odds are, are you are you gonna win a championship in no, one season? But you asked the question. I mean, he is. 
he's a mercurial kind of guy where it's just he could just have a bad experience he, he and be could like, I'm done. Have a moment and go on a retreat or have some kind but of hallucinogen like and a, just wake up like, and say, you know what, I don't I don't want to come back. Like money's not a huge issue for him, so if he just decides one day I'm done, that, he could be done. That would scare me. Of course it scares you. That would scare me. It's the risk you run. That he wakes up on the wrong side of the bed one day and almost says like, you know what? I think I'm done. Here's the beauty of this though. If it's true that that this is a Woody thing, mm-hmm. you can't blame the coach and the GM. They were telling you you should have signed Derek Carr. So now they're they're scapegoats. They, they, no, they just Woody wash, Johnson. They wash their hands. What's well, what you want, Woody? Wait, God. We're not assuming the risk. You are. You see, the Jets after Carr signed with the Saints, the Jets' odds went from twenty five to one to twenty to one to win the Super Bowl. Because everyone just because everyone everyone thinks that if Carr goes elsewhere, right. who's next for the Jets? It's Aaron Rodgers. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.